Hello everyone, peace be upon you. Welcome to another episode of reading the Bible in chronological order or in historical order using the Chronological Study Bible. Today we will be diving into the story of Cain and Abel, the sons of Adam and Eve. So just in case you want to know the versions I will be using for the Bible versions I'll be using for this story, just in case you're like listening with a Bible in hand or just for knowledge, I will be using or I am using the New King James Version and the Amplified Version. Those are like the main versions I'm using. And the other versions that I will be using sometimes for like bit of clarity and like easier understanding will be the niv and the new living translation that is the nlt right now you're listening to raise an army so right now I'm not really sure about the title of this episode. So I'm still I'm still kind of like battling to know what exactly I should use as the um title of this episode. So for now, it is what it is. Like it is what you see it as. So um <clears throat> let, let us get on with the story. Two brothers, two different intentions to very different offerings <laughs> I'm so sorry. I wanted to go for like the whole I want to go for like the true crime documentary vibe but it's not it's not working like I am more of a listener of true crime than I am a sort of maybe host or something like that you know what let's, let's just get on with the story for some reason i just like you know talking a lot maybe it's because i'm talking i'm like alone but like when i'm in the midst of people i find it really really hard to like say more than two sentences genesis chapter four now adam knew his wife you know there is a clear difference when you see new and took in biblical passages when the word new at like k and e w is used it means it is consensual while when the word took is used it means it is by force so like rape then eve gives birth to cain and later gives birth to abel abel was a shepherd while cain a farmer so it came to a time when they were to bring offerings to god cain brought an offering of fruit from the ground to the lord while abel brought the firstborn of his flock and of their fat or the fat portions according to other versions this is the fat that covered 
the entrails of the animals and later in the mosaic law the israelites were forbidden to eat this fat which was reserved as an offering to god especially for sin look how abel's offering was given a more detailed description the author needed us to know that abel's offering was like no simple basic offering he brought the best of the best he brought his first born the firstborn of his flock the very best of them all and on the other hand cain just brought some fruit from the ground to the lord going further we read that the lord regarded and respected abel's offering but disregarded and disrespected cain's offering because of this cain became really angry and his countenance fell so why did the lord respect abel's offering and not cain's offering there are actually different theories some people believe that god accepted abel's offering because abel gave a blood sacrifice unlike cain but others and me as well i believe that it is because of their intentions we as human beings look at the physical but the lord looks at the heart of man first samuel 16 verses 7 so you can do as many good deeds as you want but if your heart is not right then all your good deeds are for nothing so in everything you do please please think about your intentions two people can do the exact same thing two people can bring the exact same offering and one could be rejected because it is the heart that matters now just as the story of the woman that gave her very last dime to the lord now this story is not really fresh in my memory but like i'm just going to say it anyways because it sort of just came up and i think it's relevant because i feel like some people might think that or may what if um cain gave a significant amount of fruits and vegetables but still got rejected well this woman she just had two coins this was the last money she had this was like the last dime she had in her name or in her hands and she gave this money to the lord she gave the money as offering to the lord not caring about any other thing and when jesus saw what she had done he said that her offering was way better than every other person there it was way better than the other people even though their the money they gave was probably 10 times or maybe 100 times more than hers hers spoke the loudest why why did jesus say that it, it is because of her heart it is her intention she did not care about herself 
but she cared about the lord she cared about the house of the lord and so she gave this offering to the lord that story is so beautiful it's so amazing and there is even a song that i really love and the song is in is in hausa it says she only had two coins it's basically just the story in a song in the form of a song she had just two coins and she did not hide it but she gave it to the lord always remember that the lord looks at the heart of a man there was something in cain's attitude and intentions and probably his performance that made the lord god to not accept his offering on the other hand abel had a proper and better approach he had better fellowship and relationship with the lord and that relationship was based on faith hebrews 11 verses 4 by faith abel offered to god a more acceptable sacrifice than cain through which it was testified of him that he was righteous upright in right standing with god and god testified by accepting his gifts and though he died yet through his act of faith he still speaks and hebrews 11 verses 6 says it is impossible to please god to please the lord if you do not have faith ever since the beginning people have to come to the lord in faith whether it's in thanksgiving whether you're praying about something or giving offering you have to come to the lord in surrender and in faith so cain lacked faith this is something cain knew about and was aware of because the lord tells him if you do not do well will you not be accepted in verse 6 the lord asked cain why he was angry and why his countenance had fallen anger and jealousy are emotions that are not new to us as human beings sometimes we get jealous of the blessings of other people of the lives they're living of their confidence and so much more even though these emotions are normal we should not let them get control and gain control over us if we let these emotions get control over us it is going to mess you up a way to get over jealousy is first being grateful for what you have because when you are grateful for the small things that is when you will have deep and greater gratitude for the bigger things another way to get over jealousy is this one is relating to the story that we're telling right now do the right thing do the right thing because you're probably looking at someone who works very very hard to achieve the things that they have but that cannot be said about you because if cain had worked harder and had the right intentions 
and had come to the Lord in faith, the Lord would have accepted his offering as well. Another way is to avoid the things that make you feel jealous. For example, with the rise of social media and this need to live a luxurious life that so many people portray on the internet, just avoid it. Sometimes jealousy is rises from our insecurities. Just unsubscribe. Like just don't get involved with the person's um with the person's content if you know you're going to feel a very bad way or at least avoid it for a while until you get over that feeling of jealousy and insecurity and the last thing is pray pray for yourself and even pray for the person you are jealous of because what better way is there for you to get over a bad feeling or feeling bad about someone than to pray for them and i don't mean have ill intentions or pray that something bad happens to them no because that will probably backfire so just pray for them pray that the lord blesses them and pray that the lord changes like changes your heart and takes that feeling away from you i'm talking about anger anger is something we feel a lot it's being angry is normal like it's a normal thing to feel the problem is what you do in your anger the lord god has given us self-control the power of self-control so we all have the power to control ourselves and our emotions what i usually do when i'm angry yeah, is i talk to myself this might seem weird but it works trust me i try to i just isolate myself and then i think about why i'm angry sometimes i talk to myself in the third person i try to think about the whole situation i try to analyze everything from the perspective of someone else i try to understand my emotion and what is going on i ask myself why i am angry and what how this whole situation could have been avoided and what i can do moving forward and also how to avoid this in the future it all depends on the situation though this is something i have been doing since i was i I don't even know i can't even remember something i've been doing for a very 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 long time and i just recently found out that it is some type of psychological fact that talking to yourself in the third person actually calms you down and i was like wow that is so amazing another thing is pray talk to the lord another thing that i do is i pray i just whether i'm crying or not i just talk to the lord i tell him how i feel and if it's a situation that involves someone else i tell him how that person made me feel 
and why I am feeling this way. I just pour out my heart to him, knowing that he is listening to me. Trust me, this also helps. Just talk to the Lord. And if it's a situation where you cannot make you cannot make a sentence, like you cannot pray, sing. Sing praises to the Lord. This is weird. But just sing to the Lord. Sing to him and I promise you this it's going to work. Try to leave the place, leave the atmosphere, just go to somewhere where you can be alone. Alone. I don't mean alone with your thoughts so you can think about something bad. No. I mean just pray to the Lord, sing to the Lord. Just focus your mind on God when you feel anger and you feel like that anger is going to make you do something destructive and it is okay to cry and be vulnerable when you're talking to the lord if you're not talking to someone you're not talking to another human being you're talking to your father in heaven who knows everything you cannot hide anything from him so when you are angry it is okay to cry when you're talking to the lord about your problems so let us get on with the story so again in chapter 6 the lord asked cain why he was angry and why his countenance had fallen this is the same as the previous chapter when god asks adam and eve where they were in in eden the lord was giving them and now cain a chance to admit their sin what they had done wrong so that they would repent the first step to repenting is admitting what you have done wrong because when you do not see your flaws when you do not see what you have done wrong you will see no reason to repent so instead of acknowledging that you have done something wrong you see it as something wrong being done to you i hope you understand what i'm saying god graciously and mercifully gave cain the opportunity to make the right decision and to make things right and then warned cain telling him that sin lies at the door and its desire is for him but he should overcome it the phrase lies at the door used here refers to lying in wait like a predator lurking for its prey and according to godquestions.org it is associated with an ancient semitic term for demons that were believed to guard entrances or doorways to buildings thus the text characterizes sin as a demonic presence or a predatory animal waiting to pounce on cain cain knew what he had to do in the first place the lord tells us what he requires and expects from us he tells us how to live a life that pleases him the lord has given us laws and rules and he tells us how to live in order to please him and among all those laws the greatest of them all is love because when you love the lord you will do what pleases him and when you love the lord you will love his people and you will have faith in him 
worshiping him as god and making him the priority in your life and being in awe of his sovereignness of his sovereignty and his authority when you have faith in god you will do the right thing but if we refuse to do as the lord god tells us to we have ourselves to blame not someone else because we made the decision to do as we please and not to do what the lord expects from us never ever make a decision in the heat of the moment never make a decision based on your current emotions without thinking about it better yet without praying about it especially if it concerns someone else so think carefully really carefully when you want to make a decision there are so many people that regret the decisions that they made simply because they made it in the heat of the moment because they were they let themselves be controlled by their emotions when we decide to let our emotions in this case jealousy resulting to anger take over our sense of judgment and reasoning we are sure to do something really really bad like really really horrible so many people have ended up ruining their lives because of decisions they made in anger people have lost family friends and even themselves because they let themselves be controlled by their emotions by their anger in the story cain ignores the warning of the lord god and in his anger rose up against or attacked his brother abel and killed him james 1 verses 15 says then when the illicit desire has conceived it gives birth to sin and when sin has run its course it gives birth to death cain ignored what the lord had told him and let himself be ruled by his evil desire which gave birth to sin which later gave birth to death and this death would also affect him he probably thought he was getting rid of his problem little did he know that so-called getting rid of that problem would just create something even worse later the lord said to cain where is abel your brother the lord again gives cain another opportunity to admit what he had done wrong but instead he tells a lie and asked if he was his brother's keeper so are we our brother's keeper well yes we are we are all children of the lord and you shall love your neighbor as yourself remember that if you love the lord and you say you love the lord then you will love his people galatians 6:10 so then while we as individual believers have the opportunity let us do good to all people not only being helpful but also doing that which promotes their spiritual well-being and especially be a blessing to those of the household of faith that is born again believers maybe that was too long 
let me read it in a different version that was the amplified version now i'm going to use the nlt therefore whenever we have the opportunity let us do good to everyone especially those in the family of faith so what to help people whenever we have the opportunity we can even look for opportunities to help people it doesn't always have to be monetary help if i can put it that way you can offer your support you can raise awareness about certain issues you can help the people around you you can help the people at home in your local church and also pray for people there are a million and one ways that you can help someone you just have to figure out how the lord asked cain what he had done and told him the voice of his brother's blood cried out to him from the ground then cain is cursed by the lord in genesis 4 verses 11 to 12 cain would be sent out from the face of the lord he would become a fugitive and a vagabond aimlessly wandering around cain tells the lord that his punishment was more than he could handle and that anyone who finds him would kill him so cain knew exactly what he did to his brother he knew what death was and he did not want someone to do the same thing to him he didn't want to die then the lord says not so whoever kills cain will receive a punishment that is seven times worse than the punishment of cain then the lord set a mark on cain so that no one who finds him or meets him would kill him many believe the sign god set on cain to have been something about cain's appearance that made people avoid him in the talmud the rabbis suggested several possibilities including boils leprosy or a horn that grew out of cain but it is suggested that he was given a pet dog as a protective sign then cain went away from the presence of the lord and lived in the land of nod on the east of eden cain knew his wife and she conceived enoch first of all for cain to be afraid of being killed by someone else definitely means that there were other people living on earth at that time apart from adam eve cain and abel that were not recorded cain and abel probably had families of their own secondly who was cain's wife the easiest explanation for who cain's wife was is that she was either one of his sisters or one of his nieces or a more distant relative in any case it is evident that the children of adam and eve that were not recorded married each other to reproduce and multiply this was possible because adam and eve had the purest gene pool according to an article by godquestions.org 
quote, since Adam and Eve were the first and only human beings, their children would have no choice than to intermarry. God did not forbid interfamily marriage until much later when there were enough people to make intermarriage unnecessary. Leviticus 18, 6-18 The reason that incest today often results in genetic abnormalities is that when two people of similar genetics that is brother and sister have children together there is a risk of their recessive characteristics becoming dominant when people from different families have children it is highly unlikely that both parents will have the same recessive traits the human genetic code has become increasingly polluted over centuries as genetic defects are multiplied amplified and passed down from generation to generation adam and eve did not have any genetic defects and that enabled them and the first few generations of their descendants to have a far greater quality of health than we do now adam and eve's children had few if any genetic defects as a result it was safe for them to intermarry End quote. Cain later built a city and named it after his son, Enoch. We're then introduced to eight descendants of Cain. Among them are the ancestors of pastoral nomads, musicians, and metal workers. Among them is Lamech, a descendant of Cain, who had two wives. Ada and Zilla. Lamech said to his wives that he had killed a man for wounding him and a boy for hurting him. And if Cain would be avenged in sevenfold, then him, Lamech, will be avenged seventy-sevenfold. Basically, Lamech arrogantly declares to his wives that if he was killed, he would have a far greater vengeance because he retaliated for harm done to him, for harm he suffered because those people hurt him, unlike Cain who murdered Abel unprovoked. And so because of that, he is entitled to vengeance that is way greater than that of Cain. In Genesis 3, the Lord says, there will be enmity between the seed of the serpent and the seed of the woman. Now, because of what he did, Cain represents the seed of the serpent. That is, people who continually live in sin without repentance. With Abel gone, it seems that the seed of the serpent keep multiplying. And the people just keep sinning against god but in chapter 4 verse 25 of genesis we see that there is now a new seed named seth seth also gives birth to a son named enosh meaning mortal man mankind and at the same time men began to call on the name of the lord in worship through prayer 
praise and thanksgiving. In 1 John 3 12, the Apostle Paul tells us not to be like Cain, who was the evil one and murdered his brother Abel. Why? Because Cain's deeds were evil and his brothers were righteous. Cain's evil thoughts and intentions made him to make really bad decisions and his evil actions brought judgment on himself because he refused to listen to the warnings of the Lord. Even today the Lord warns us and gives us a chance to repent just like he did with Cain. The Lord shows us mercy and kindness and offers us his forgiveness but if we want to ignore or we choose to ignore the lord warns us that sin lies at the door waiting to devour and dominate us but we should dominate it james 4 7 so submit to the authority of god Resist the devil, stand firm against him, and he will flee from you. We need to be very careful about the things we harbor in our hearts, about the things we think about. Let us guard our hearts and our minds and submit to the Lord. You have the power to shut down any bad and evil thoughts in the name of the Lord. When you feel like things are getting overwhelming, pray. Pray to God. Come in full surrender and submit everything, your thoughts, your emotions, your whole being to the Lord. By birth, we are all sinners and enemies of God. But by salvation through the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, we are welcome to the family of the lord that is the best thing ever knowing that you are part of the family of god like the lord is your father and with him when you surrender to him he will take care of everything and you don't need to worry about anything Remember, when you feel like your thoughts are starting to take control of you, pray. Pray to the Lord and surrender everything to Him. Alright then, I think we've gone to the end of this episode and um, I hope you liked it. I did. I really loved the story. I learned a lot while researching and preparing for this episode i would love to hear your thoughts your opinions and even your corrections also there's something i forgot to say earlier and it is always be willing to receive corrections and what better way to know what the lord expects from you better than reading his word trying to get to know him and coming to him in faith and in truth tune in next week as we dive into the genealogy or family of adam 
and the Lord's judgment on mankind. Once again, I would love to hear from you guys. The Raisin Army podcast is available on Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and Spotify. There will be new episodes every week, every Sunday at 6 West African time. See you next week. Bye and God bless. Oh, wherever you are in the world, good morning, good afternoon, and good night.